0: Hello listener, and welcome to episode 4 of Black and White Noise, the official and, as yet, not award-winning podcast of Dunfermline Athletic. As always, I'm joined by my co-host, Michael Thomas. Welcome, Michael. Michael? Where's Michael gone? Michael! Jeez, it looks like he's getting on a bus. Where's he going? Ah, oh, it's the next 54 He's gone to Dundee! Anyway, we'll carry on. Thankfully, still here for the new season is Jordan Burt. How are you doing, Bertie? Hi, no bad. You enjoying the pre-season? That's good, eh? Huh? And have you been trawling fans forums for vaguely believable rumours that you can put into a story and sell to the red tops? Is that kill
1: back
0: duty, Something like that. That's it. Uh, and now on to our guest.
2: All right, Hi, I'm I'm back, guys. I'm back. Oh, hello there. Where have you been? Uh, I was just heading up to Teesside. <laughs> and what for? I just thought I'd z- test myself at a different podcast. You All know, right. down south. Okay. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, did you brought Faisal back with you?
0: Not yet. No. Uh, And completing our lineup today, a man has had two spells at the club He's played for the pars, captained them, scored the winners for us uh, Managed us and is currently first team coach I'm pleased to welcome John Potter to the podcast
3: How 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 are you there?
0: Hello John When Michael and I first started doing black and white noise We considered whether it would be worth doing it As summer is, sometimes uh, at that time when not a lot happens But how wrong could we have been? We've had players leave the club that the club wanted to keep Players leave that the fans wanted to keep a raft of new signings, we've had a League Cup draw, the fixture list, the new kit, the Champions League final, and the start of the World Cup. So we've got some ground to cover. Yeah, and about 40 minutes to do. <laughs> uh, the first thing we'll touch upon though is the, the really upsetting news that since we last recorded, club stalwart Neil Cooper sadly passed away aged 54. Neil signed during the 91-92 season, he played over 100 times for the Pars. He left the club during the 95-96 promotion winning season where he did play a couple of games and then he headed to Ross County to become a player-manager and he led them to two promotions. Uh, It was incredible to think that we signed a guy at 28 years old who'd actually won a European medal. He played with great passion and distinction for the club. He'd be remembered by Pars fans for uh, forging an exceptionally solid partnership with Norrie at the back and that enabled enabled Dick and Bert to create an ultra-attacking side in front of them. Uh, Now, it does always seem trivial to move on to football after such a tragedy, but Neil was a football man and as the season's fast approaching move on to what's been going on in the club since we last recorded. Quite a bit. Absolutely. <laughs> so John, people that have left, uh I guess we'll, we'll go with uh, Eard mcmanus uh Clark and Morris first because they were all people at the club tried to keep, is that right? Yeah,
3: um the they all did for us last year um, and they were there were guys that we wanted to keep spoke about the end of the season and there were ones that the the, the club wanted to keep. Difficult thing as other clubs want them as well. So mm-hmm. I, I saw so good players and obviously disappointing to lose them, but life moves on.
0: Is it just a, the fact of life that when you're a club at our level, you can offer a one or two year contract, inevitably at the end of the season you're going to raft the people out of contract, and yeah. then you're, you're hoping they want to stay, but there's always maybe going to be someone with your Yeah, it's,
3: it's difficult, it can work both ways, it can work for the player, it can work for the club. Um, and it's as I said, good players are always wanting for other clubs and, and there's clubs in our division that'll pay a lot more money. Um, I know it's not a be all and end all, but all right. to, to players it's difficult if, if players are, are are paying a lot of money to um, to go to good clubs as well, um, then it's it's hard for them to turn it down. So we just do our best. I think with our club now, um it's run very well and these players will be offered the best that they possibly can. And if they choose not to accept it, then we've got to move on and, and try enough targets in mind to, to, to try and bring in and, and they can do well for the film.
0: Uh, the other three that left, uh, Aaron Splane, with all due respect, he, was, he, he played a bit at start yeah. of season, he got injured. It was maybe one that was to be expected. But the, the, the two guys I would say were maybe unlucky were Joe Cardell and. and uh, Jason Talbot. Jason Talbot. Forgot his yeah. first name there. How quickly we forget. <laughs> uh, so obviously Talbot was arguably player of the season yeah. t- until he got an injury and, and Lewis came in. And uh, Joe's obviously a fan's favourite. Two spells in the club. Uh, it was probably the most controversial with the people we let go. I, I mean, I, I, I guess you're involved in the decision. Yeah. How difficult is it to to, to come to that decision?
3: It's difficult, it's difficult um, on every player, uh, but you've just got to try and weigh everything up. Obviously, the final calls Alan's and he makes it for the final decision. Right. Uh, I think with Jason, I think he had a very good start to the season, um, and he's been great for the film in the uh, two and a half years, three year, years, sorry, three years It's he's had. He's been very steady, doesn't make many mistakes, um, and, he, and he's done really well. Unfortunately for him, I thought Lewis came in and was magnificent towards the end of the season. Um, and if we know Lewis can do a job there, they're maybe looking for someone else that might offer something a bit different. Um, talking about Jackson Longridge, he can maybe play there and play right. possibly a bit higher up. So mm-hmm. these are all things that you've you've, you've got to weigh up. Um, and then Joe's difficult, Joe's been brilliant for the club. I've played with Joe, I've coached him and I I've, I've, I've known. Um, and he obviously does love the club and, and wanted to be here. Again, Joe had a great start to the season. Aye. Um And then and then fell out a wee bit and, and took a wee bit of time. Had an injury and got didn't get right back in. But Joe's a goal through A goal throw, Everybody knows what Joe can do. Uh, but it's decisions. It's a tough decision. Uh, and it's a tough decision for the manager to make and for us as staff to make and probably for some fans. But you've got to, the manager's got to do what he thinks is right. Um, for the club, you can't have any guys that are here for sentiment. Or, um, he's got to do what he thinks right, um, and that's we'll, we'll see you during the next season what happens. We see this, we, we make a call when he's made that, and then we'll see what happens. Aye. I mean, I guess it's
0: it's almost like a piece of that jigsaw, isn't it? Yeah. You, if you know someone else is available for a position that you really like, yeah. you've means someone's maybe surplus to requirement. Uh, you mentioned Jackson Longridge there; uh, seemed to be the best left back in the league. It's quite yeah. hard. It's quite a big coup for the club to, to manage to sign him, given that he could have had SPL football, Premier League football, sorry, from the season ahead, I mm. oh, would have thought. Uh, tell me about, it, or maybe Bertie, you found the well knowledge when it comes to Scottish football, the two centre backs, Danny Devine and Mark Dernan, I don't know a lot about them. Um,
1: well, Mark Dernan we've played against, obviously, in the, in the Championship over the last couple of years and seems to be quite kind of dominant in the air. I would say. Um, I've not seen a lot of Danny Devine, to be fair, but when I have I think, and maybe John will be able to correct me if I'm wrong, but Danny seems to be more a kind of ball playing defender. He is, he's very
3: comfortable with the ball, he's also very aggressive, Um, and he likes to go and make challenges and and get really tight, but he is comfortable with the ball. As Michael O'Neill was saying that he would've picked him for Northern yeah. Ireland. If yeah. They, mm. see, he's obviously been here a wee bit, and obviously the disappointment with for Thistle last year and stuff as well. But uh, he played a lot of games and he's, he's he's
0: somebody that we think can get better. He's still a good age and still get better with us. I, the, whenever I see Dundee United, this the guy that always sticks out to me was Willow Flood. Mm. Now he's divided opinion on fans' forums as well. I guess it's just because of the age, because yeah. you can't argue with his pedigree. Uh, is he signed Do you reckon As a midfield player Yeah He's signed as a midfielder um, And he's signed Because he's a
3: winner And you can never have Too many of them He's, he's got He's got a great attitude He's got a great appetite For the game um, He's very demanding Of teammates um, He demands uh, Demanding of everybody And I, I I think we needed We need guys like that I think we could have done With someone like that Last year um, And he, for me it just makes Kind of it just makes people be better, be better players, and he just wants best standards and, and to have someone like that in your squad, I'm not saying he's going to start every week, that's up to the manager, up to him himself. Aye. Um but he signs a midfielder, and as I said, he was, he was very good against us a lot of the games last year, a few games he ran the show, Aye. Um, and he'll be, a, he'll be a good
0: asset to, to the final football club. But he doesn't give the ball away, no. I mean, when you're playing in the Scottish Championship, yep. you tend to notice players that he didn't he give the ball away. He knows, knows the
3: game, he's, he's clever, he said, he, he'll, 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 he knows what he can do himself now at that age. He's even been in training in the last few days. you will not run about all over the place, but the things that he does do are effective. Aye. Um, so he knows the game, and hopefully I can rub off on a few other people uh, and help a few other players along. And say, I've, I've spoke to the young players at the club and I think it'll be great for them to kind of watch and learn um, and hopefully say he's good for the club. Obviously 33's no. not that old. <laughs> no, not at all,
2: no. no he's not. He's
3: still fat. He's played a lot of games last year, so... Um, they say that in kind of modern football, players are kind of fitter than they always kind of have been. So no, you'll be fine to, to come and play. Absolutely, uh, be good for Tommy Bedling as well. Yeah, a wee bit of experience, um, and as I said, I think not just for him, for all the kind of players, but especially the younger midfielders in his position. They'll be able to learn from him, and the type the guy well. Is he'll, he'll, he'll talk them through situations and good times and bad times and, and uh, demand
0: from him, which I think is great. I'm trying to else then. Joe Thompson. Marein he was a Queen of the South yeah. last season. Yeah, he's a, he's a box-to-box midfielder, right. um, he's got really good legs,
3: he'll get a bit of pitch, he's a goal threat from the middle of the park, and um, again, seeing him stay away, I think he's a very kind of tough type of midfielder that, that, that will get from box-to-box and be a, a strong midfielder for us. So, I mean, So he's played he's more central than wide, Yeah, more central, Yeah, more central, he could play kind of wide but not a winger, could play as narrow, a,
0: a narrow midfielder. Okay. But, um, Okay, he won't yeah, be a centre, So we've totally reworked the centre midfield yeah. this this yeah. pre-season, which is you know, no disrespect to the other guys. It was maybe an area of weakness yeah. last year. Although we didn't start started the season very well, but obviously when things start to go south yeah. it seemed to have a slight area of weakness. Uh, Aidan Connolly, I knew he was at York. Yeah. Uh, it seems it seems one at left field, but he's twenty-two years old, he's got it seemingly had a good uh, Good prospects when he was a wee bit younger looked like he was going to Reading and, and ended up at, at York. So, and, as the manager, had him on the radar for a while. We've actually spoke about him the last kind of, two
3: three years every preseason, right? And spoke about him. Um, and knew that he's done we knew him up here, knew he's done well down there. Um, obviously, still speak, Alec Whittle was there, right? And, you know, Jackie and Simon Donnelly and you're the goalkeeping coach here that were kind of keeping ups updated. And it was just something that came available and um, watched a bit of footage, looked at his starts, and um, we knew him anyway. And just thought that he could be an effective player for us So, um, so that
0: we have spoken about him the last couple of pre-seasons And it's uh, it's good to kind of get him on board I was just in the last podcast we did was uh, Dave Honeyman Yep. Yeah. And were saying the amount of stats that they have on Yeah. Well, no, was, oh yeah, it's just uh, It's incredible now it's, 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 You can get what you want
3: On anybody aye. Um, So <laughs> it's, it's, it's pretty straightforward to get f- Footage it can be a wee bit more difficult uh, But stats is it's easy to get on people and it gives you a wee indication obviously footage is better nothing beats getting kind of, your, your eyes uh, right. as you've seen them but uh, these wee things can all add up and how much scouting going have yeah. you done? That's just yeah we've done quite a bit uh, this year especially uh, we're always at games anyway um, and before I was kind of tending to do a lot of kind of under 20s guys that I new, young players coming through but this year we've maybe changed it a wee bit and, um, we've been up and down the road a wee bit from England and, and going down to we played three or four games down there with the young squads, um and we're going up and down to try and watch a few and twenty three games down south, um and always watching games here kinda of constantly when, when we get a chance, it's not a Saturday. So uh, no, it's an area of the club that we've looked at, but we're building up a kind of scouting database. We've started doing that
0: last year and they said hopefully that'll can something that'll continue to go. Right. that's a question I was gonna ask you later about but did your role change much because obviously they we had a season where we didn't have an yeah. under twenties or a reserve team. Yeah, yeah so. slightly
3: I see the, um, before I'd always had my own team to kinda of manage so I didn't do that as much. It was more I still had a young group, we had friendlies and stuff, um, but it was more involved in the first team and kinda of, to a degree about kind of scouting database trying to set it up um and organising scouts to go to watch different games and players and stuff. So it was a slight change last year um, again but moving forward and um, it'll be kind of back to where it was before.
0: Just realised I've left it. And a word for Nat Wedderburn, who obviously, uh, I think he lives quite close to me as well, so I don't know why <laughs> I've forgotten. But a word for him, he obviously came and did a very yeah. good job, but, you know, it's sad to see him leave as well. Mm. But another, uh, the other ones that we've brought in, uh, Louis Fulbright, yeah, uh, Falkirk player of the season, I believe. You know, he's always impressed me. My brother's
3: a hockey coach at Hamilton, so I've been to watch Hammond quite a bit, and I knew Louis coming through. Um, and I think he's a, a very good player who can play in a lot of positions. Um, he's got great legs, great energy, um, and he'll, he'll bring us something really important to the team. So I, I think he's a great sign of duty. As soon as he knew he was available, we tried to get him straight away. Sorry, there wasn't a thought about it, so um, I think it's great we've got him on board.
2: That's great. So um, apart from uh, Thompson, Longridge, Longridge, Beedling, Divine, Dernan, Flood, and Connolly, anyone lined up? Yeah, but
3: we're still looking, obviously in the forward area we're looking, mm-hmm. um, we're trying to get strikers and we're speaking to strikers and um, we're trying to get them in, it's obviously probably the most difficult position to try and get sure. them in, yeah, yeah. Um, everybody's is looking for the same kind of players, but no, there's guys that we're looking at, uh, there's always guys that will come uh, up in the market as well, so hopefully we can get one or two sorted out.
2: Uh, and i have got a lot of friendlies lined up as well, can you tell us a bit about them?
3: Yeah, before, but the last couple of years, we probably didn't have as many friendlies, and obviously going into the, the, the Bedford Cup. We just thought this year that um, we've brought a lot of young players to the club, which they can be involved in the friendlies as well, and we'll probably kind of spare out the kind of game time a wee bit more than before. It's maybe been the same players playing, so we'll try in the first couple of games. It's definitely kind of mixing, just giving guys 45 minutes and giving them a bit of time mm-hmm. and then building up to the, the cup game. So um, we decided to get a few more, and said use it, and try and get fit in games as well uh, and then as I said, bring some of the youngsters
0: involved with the first team. Uh, speaking of Cup, next thing I had just penciled in, that, that, this just amuses me, but I don't know how much you look at fans' forums John, I would imagine not a lot. The Iron Brew Cup right. divides opinion as you can imagine yeah. uh, they brought Sutton and Boram Wood into the mix this year. Right. Uh, <laughs> what do you think <laughs> they're thinking about? <laughs> I, thought, I thought the Welsh teams and the Northern Irish teams was yeah. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Non non league teams in England seems are... strange. I don't know why. I couldn't
3: answer why they do it. Um but you just got to it. the whole thing we argue is it's too early but we start back. You know, for competitive games, we as a club we have to use it as competitive games as a the chance to make some money, try and win something. Mm. So we, some I know some clubs can use it as part of their pre season friendlies so they don't come back as quick. But we tend to start back a month before competitive game start roughly Aye. so we've done that so if first competitive game start in July we're back June so it's getting earlier and earlier just, I just think it's too early a lot of squads aren't finalised um, last year it affected us as we ended up playing a few young boys in games who then went out alone somewhere didn't work back at Christmas time and they couldn't go anywhere else because they played for two clubs Aye. That's a you know, daft it's, it's a silly silly rule yeah. and, and clubs have to do it um, At the start, sometimes you end up using young boys that are not ready or players, and, and there's no trialists involved. I just, I just think that how early it is is like cups of cups, no this decision to see who plays in it. I just think when the dates are announced, it's just a bit too early.
0: I, I think uh, for the for the league cup, I think yeah. fans would expect whoever sponsors of the league cup. That, you know, I think fans expect to see the the main team out there. I think yeah. for the sort of Byron Brew Challenge Cup, whatever you want to call it, I think fans would accept yeah. younger boys going yeah. there.
2: Mm-hmm. I, the up Cup? Uh, not, not since we lost that final, Listen Johnson. That ruined it for me. <laughs> I, I, I couldn't have cared less, I've got to say. i, I
0: just like, um, my in laws are from Northern Ireland. If we drew a team over there, it'd be brilliant yeah. for me. If we, we, we drew down to Sutton or something like that, I'd probably go. Other than that, I don't have a huge interest. Bertie, you're probably an expert. You probably I'll put Peter Head on a Tuesday night watching them play Montrose and stuff like that. I wouldn't go that
1: Maybe if it
0: was doing a method or something. Aye. Aye. Maybe, maybe. It just seems that it seemed a strange thing to do to, to bring them in, but it winds up some fans. Oh, that's good enough for me. <laughs> uh, it's, it's maybe slightly out of date. I do we not? This is monthly, so I just write notes as the yeah. month goes on, John. But the Champions League final. The only question I had is: Have you ever done anything mad when you were concussed? <laughs> uh, no, no, I <laughs> 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 Have you ever? Have you ever? Obviously, a, Combustive centre back? Yeah. Have you ever been?
3: Concussed yeah, or? concussed um, Teeth out And all that kind of stuff you know, I had a bad one I put Ross County A good few years ago uh, I had to spend And I spent a couple of nights In hospital Teeth out and concussed And overhead kick Right to the face so like, oh. uh, That was I don't know what year That would have been So that was probably The worst I'd had kind of Defenders wise uh, But I, no It's not nice Who was trying An overhead kick For Ross County? It was Stevie
0: Hislop Oh, big toe striker. It's my year at it. watt Yeah. <laughs> That's, he studied the same yeah, course as my yeah. at Heriot-Watt, is yeah. that right? Over a kit in the face, yeah. <laughs> I was going a bit low right off, but anyway. You should have stuck to accountants. Yeah. As should maybe I, yeah. as uh, podcast listeners maybe yeah. I believe. So, the uh, Champions League final, really, really, strange thing for the keeper to do, but maybe yeah. a different light on it when, when you see it might have been concussed. Yeah,
3: it was... It was Obviously, I'd love to put a win
0: <coughs> I wanted to put on my team when I was
3: younger and stuff as well. Um, favorite English team, obviously, and then I wanted to win it. It was just weird because I thought it started great, and it mm-hmm. good in the game, and then just uh, there's just goals you don't expect to happen at yeah. uh, like that level. At any level? No, at any level, yeah. It's just it's it's, it's weird. It's hard to lose, it. and it'd be difficult for him.
0: He's the one who's got to love it, and he's made the mistake. So, but I, I've seen some mad stuff at East End Park, yeah. and watching the parts away over. It. My time, but I, I, I don't. I have ever seen anything like that. No. And it's just... yeah. It's amazing how football does that eh? I mean, You've seen thousands of games And every so often Someone says I don't so, have ever seen that I've seen the boy What was he trying to do a throw in he used to be And
2: he flipped over I, and, I saw that one <laughs> Trying to do a flip
3: throw And it just didn't, right?
0: didn't work
2: Started again <laughs> This was with 20 seconds Of the game to go And they're 1-0 down And he yeah, tries right. this nonsense Gets it wrong And has to try again And so, then the game, game's over Which was that? It's the, Iran against Spain Iran? The, the boy I just tried to flip himself right over And then I think the ref told him not to do it right. <laughs> Uh, we'll move on to the World Cup in a bit but yeah. uh, just the other developments
0: with the club the, the new kits the new kits uh, uh, beautiful I thought it was interesting speaking to Mikey about it because then they've always got to have a, a mind of you might have to put away, kit, away shorts with home yeah. tops or, uh, so you got to have a of mind so maybe on the days we have Sunny D the yellow kits, then maybe we can't have them anymore. I don't know, but obviously they
2: complement each other well. Yeah, I think I think the goalie, the goalie away top is bright yellow. Is it? So yeah, very oh, very bright. Like so. that so that's our favourite. <laughs> 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 nah, the, the kids are lovely. I was having a look at them just before we started recording this, and um, they feel right and they look right. And the the, the, um, the away top really it, It's really quite shiny. All right. Which is quite looks like silvery. So, so I don't know if that means we're going to come second in the league, but you know, <laughs> we'll, uh, Would we take that. Uh, guaranteed playoffs? spot uh, Yeah, maybe. why not Maybe uh, It's going
0: to be a tight league though That's the thing It's yeah. really, really it's, Yeah It's as much as I'm watching this next year um, It might be wrong, yeah.
3: but No, it's going to be tight I think it's Obviously got Ross County and Dundee I think it will be strong uh, For what you think I think Dundee have signed well I think Ross mm. County have signed well um, Particle find it tough But Again, they'll be up the, up the top And I think Alexi Folkert and Everness nice, Are both improved from they lobby all improving for the Saturday of last year So It'll be tight, a tough league. Uh, quite exciting league, I think. Um, but hopefully, it's quite tough and, and we're at the top of it, fingers it'd crossed. It'll
0: be difficult getting a role. Yeah. And it'll be difficult if you're not on a role to get out of well, it. I, no disrespect to Brecon, but yeah. you, were, you know, if you're on a bad run and Brecon will come up, then we've got a chance to, to yeah. get back. We've only had four points this year. I
3: know Jim and I, we'll an I know obviously Callum Smith was there last year. Um, I think they'll be more competitive than Brecon were this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and I say that. Um, the other clubs that are, that are there United will, will be more competitive with guys who had here as well so it'll, it'll be a tough league this year and so I think the start's important to try and get a good start and we we'll see the fixture we've got uh, <laughs> uh, I think it's good to get them early yeah. and, and set your stall and see, see where you are so only good if you win right enough it's been a good start for us And you start the season well the Confidence kicks in Hopefully it moves on It's good
0: It'll be a cracking Crowd up there Because obviously yeah. United fans yeah. will come out They're firm to a couple of thousand Up there yeah. I'd imagine it'll be A cracking atmosphere It'll be great It's frustrating
3: Because we've done well Against them And we've got to forget about that But um, the atmospheres will there
0: Especially at Tannery's And stuff the seasons season Was great right. really, And hopefully we can Go and do well I was going to say Well, if will be up for it But he might be suspended I, I don't know is it, is it out of the way Or is yeah. it?
3: Couldn't tell you. Right. I know we've got a couple suspended as well, so
0: Aye. Okay, that's what it is. Yeah, indeed, just gotta go on with it, So but you can build up your pre season towards it and then take it for there. Aye. The other thing Of have not in the fixture list fans don't like This players matter. It didn't seem to be a Boxing Day game or a New Year's game, it's only the 29th
3: Yeah. No, I was always a fan of um, I quite like the games at Christmas and yeah. Boxing Day and stuff and New Year. the way it's always been. I think we should have more. Just me. Yeah. Probably um I, I enjoyed it, enjoyed it as a player. Um, i got enjoy it as a coach, I think fans enjoy it. The big events? Yeah, they are, they're, they're great, and yeah. you're, you're hoping people off work and come in. As long as it's at the right times and not too far away, hopefully quite local. Um, but no, I, I've always enjoyed it, and for me,
0: the more the better round about that time. Uh, in the League Cup draw, like I said, you didn't want to be disrespectful. You look at the best or worst draws you could have got, and it didn't seem too bad Dundee, breaking Peterhead, mm-hmm. and Sterling. All four seem winnable. I mean, I've probably seen Dunfermline lose to every single one of those teams, mm-hmm. so, I, so there's no disrespect, yeah. but you know, it's, it's. No, it's good, and I think where
3: the are the the wing stuff suits us as well, so I think the draw has been good. I thought it was good to us last year, um,
0: and it's pretty good for us this year as well. All games that we think we're going to do well in. Uh, game on TV as well, that right? Dundee game, game own. Fantastic. Excellent. Uh, it's obviously the middle
2: of the World Cup, you would be missed it, completely. Disregard it the We're talking about Scottish Championship football I know. Who but cares about the World Cup Who cares about the World Cup I, I don't know <laughs> actually, I actually haven't watched Nigeria the other day They're, they're below the Scottish Championship level Oh terrible <laughs> Did you watch that game No
3: I don't think Who they were They were For against sure.
2: Croatia They lost yeah. 2-0 And it no, was one of the worst performances I've ever seen nah, it, was it was a strange so performance It bad yeah. Uh, no
0: offence to any Nigerians or anything, but yeah, I mean, one thing I was going to look at is go through the squad list and see who the Pirates could possibly pick up. Okay, but I thought you, you look at even the minor teams and the te- they're all playing for you know, teams yeah. that qualify for Europe and all that. No. No, There's two yeah. Icelandic teams that play in Icelandic league still, so <laughs> the possibilities yeah. they were about the only two I could find.
2: What I did find, so Saudi Arabians yeah. all play in Saudi Arabia, yeah, apart from one of them, uh, most of the Russians as well yeah. play in Russia. A lot of money in Russia. I was going to say, can't imagine there's any money in those two countries.
0: Really <laughs> <laughs> struggling in our just One thing I did think was amusing. I was comparing Falkirk's uh, European history to Dumfriess. Uh, there's 19 players at the World Cup that play for teams at the bars that the powers have played in Europe. Name I, them all. I can go through the list of you want. <laughs> <laughs> two for Egypt. Two for Iran. One for Portugal. Two for Spain. One for Denmark. One for France. One for Croatia. One for Iceland. One for Germany. Two for Belgium. One for England. Uh, two for Poland and two from Senegal. Yeah. There you go. I know this with individual players. No, uh, no, no,
2: no. And they're spread amongst teams like West Brom and Olympiacos and Valencia and uh, Everton and so on. And yeah. Falkirk. How many, how, how, how many uh, teams that Falkirk have played in Europe are represented at this World Cup? And that would be a zero. Zero. In round, in round terms. Round terms, yeah. yeah. Zero. They rounded up to the nearest whole number. Yeah. Fair enough.
0: and uh, I did have a Rovers joke in there until part of it reminded me they played Bayern Munich so I, I did score that yeah, out yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought they'd played the team for the Faroe Islands and uh, Iceland and then so now they actually beat those two teams to play Bayern Munich so it's scored out I scored it out. just, just that one, one. absolutely
2: <laughs> I believe you've been doing a lot about the World Cup Michael been doing a lot of well, I've been, been, been organising my work sweepstake if that's what you mean absolutely Yeah. yeah got a big... who's impressed you then who's impressed me um, I thought Spain were magnificent against yes. Portugal um, and I thought Very unlucky not to win that game uh, Portugal actually Haven't impressed me that much I think Without Ronaldo They're not that That much of a team They never do No I mean, They won the European, They won the Euros
0: Without being impressive really. Yeah Yeah Spain for um, me Is all Spain have been a pick for me What yeah, game that we'll was At 3-3 They we'll They're pretty average Last night from last season I mean I was I was on a train down to The watching yeah. the iPad I And mean, that's amazing Because you know I'm at a certain age Where that would have been Just completely it's unthinkable, like, You're but, living in the future Ah uh, yeah exactly yeah. Uh,
2: but I, I, I thought they'd suckled badly to the breakdown of that and they, obviously their own goal they got was pretty lucky as well, mm, it? was it was very lucky. Yeah. I didn't I didn't see that game. Um Yeah, I, I agree they were mentioned yeah, Portugal, yeah. I don't know if they would get Well, I, ama-
3: I would imagine all the strong team, they'll all get better, they'll all get through and then it'll be as same as usual probably. all yeah. the clubs will probably get through to their plus 16 like like the last sixteens or England better. to lose a <laughs> the penalties then. I don't honestly I don't actually mind England. <laughs> I know it's a terrible thing I'll, i get slaughtered over it. I don't I don't wanna win it. But I don't mind them actually getting through and getting quite far. And yeah, yeah. It keeps me interested. It keeps, keeps the interest. keeps
0: interest, keep watching it. I and The fact the players are actually all right, it sounds actually all right. Mm-hmm. It's the rest. I would, they're maybe the like, most likeable bunch. Uh, yeah. That, 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 did you see the story that when they got to Russia, it was the first thing they did, they went and visited a, a Russian orphanage. Right. Did they? Aye. Got a quote there was just saying, uh, so sad looking into their eyes, seeing no hope. That was from Vladimir, age six. <laughs> 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 I knew we'd have written down. <laughs> nice. Uh, but no, they're, they're, they are a likeable bunch. It's as as you kind of yeah. watch every yeah. week as well. Yeah. I, I, the confession I would make is, when we ordered the fella just, just doing year, I went, oh no. And I caught myself on what am I actually saying now? Yeah. But i don't to mind <laughs> I'm saying, I don't mind them. Doing all right. Don't want me to be it,
3: but
0: get semis or something like that. I don't mind that. Semi's a bit of pushing it, but aye, <laughs> <but laughs> quarterfinals. Right. It's, it's <laughs> they were brilliant though For the first half yeah, the they were, half, really they were excellent They were really good And then when Tunisia Obviously realised they couldn't play the way they were playing And yeah. he just sat back in their 18 yard box It was a bit different in the second half But Yeah okay. Uh, what about you Bertie? Have you seen much of the World Cup? I
1: have saw a few games I thought the team that impressed me the most Was Mexico Against Aye. Germany mm. um, When they won that one I thought they were Pretty they were really really good, good against mm-hmm. Germany They really stopped Germany playing So
2: I would say that they're probably the most impressive so far, although they have only played uh, the ones. I, yeah. I, thought, I thought Morocco were very good um, against Portugal. Uh, I watched that, that yesterday. Whenever it was, I watched it. Um, I thought they played very, very well. They were very unlucky not to, not to get something out of that game. But no striker. No striker. That's the
0: problem. <laughs> <laughs> Back on the Moroccan strikers again, but they, that's, that's <laughs> just the way <laughs> it is. <so. laughs> they still should have had two penalties. That's the, v- the VAR just doesn't count against the big teams, I don't think. I kind of think that's how it works. Isn't so it not <laughs> in games. Uh, no, i Uh seen Ireland were up in games. Uh, going back to Mexico, though, I went to hear you know, that journalist from that neck of the woods saying they only know one way to play. He says they may be underdogs, but they'll go at Germany. It was like Germany were completely yeah. unprepared for it. Yeah. Like they just double, we'll Germany, will impose ourselves. And the Mexicans just showed them no respect. And They yeah, should have been do a do three that, up do. before they scored. It was, it was a fantastic performance who else has impressed me uh, I mean, the big
2: teams have apart from Spain have uh, really have all kind of underperformed Yeah, Belgium are
0: difficult to gauge blackluster first half looked quite good in the second half you just look at their players and you think oh, they, they've got the players to do well they can all gel together yeah. they they've got a the potential to follow out with the manager yeah. I mean, they're yeah. I mean, the new Netherlands absolutely and <laughs> uh, Argentina maybe a bit the line of Messi and there's maybe been a Sean, a great man himself. Yeah, I not for penalties. Wait, he shouldn't take penalties. No. He's uh, his recent record, isn't he? not good. No, I see that as well. I. He's missed a few. He's going to be the man to tell Messi he's not taking a penalty there. Yeah, no. <laughs> <Great man. laughs> but I mean, they've got enough stars there. Yeah, Aguero, yeah. pretty solid at penalties as well. Maybe he's got it in him. But... So, we're going to pick a winner. Who do we reckon? Brazil. Probably. I mean have a slight wager on Brazil so I'm hoping to pick up but I would have, I would have said Spain until yesterday and I'd to mm-hmm. say Brazil mm-hmm. now yeah um, Spain I'll stay with Spain it's a good start Um, even though they got beat off Mexico I think Germany have a good chance because I think they're
1: always in and around the mm. finals so they've only won one of
2: their last six games according to something I saw. He's a, he's, a, he's a
0: gambler looking for value. You can tell in an 8-1
2: it's too good to turn around. They get, get through the group stage they've got much
0: chance of anyone else. Yeah, true. I, I mean, the only is I told Germany to play the friendly against I to a wee bit of it anyway once I was there once well, in 90 minutes and they didn't impress me now, that. didn't impress me last time but the facts against the wall now. They've got to do it. Uh, so, John, you're obviously the star of the show here. I'd written a few well, I've done a wee bit of research when we were trying to line you up for a previous podcast, yeah. so I've Boy. kind of just cut and paste. <laughs> <laughs> just got the, the four kids oh, and yeah. uh, the job and yes. stuff like that, <laughs> so, but I, I, I didn't expect the podcast to be top of your priority anyway, It's nice to have you here. Obviously, me and Michael have known you a long time, uh, so I'm just going to go through your career and just just have a chat and see yeah. your highlights, your lowlights and who you've got today and what your, your hopes are for the future. <laughs> uh, so, I know you have actually watched the Eastern Park captain there, uh, St. Thomas, even the Scottish Cup final. Have with that video? Have you? Yeah, have yeah
3: <laughs> Name some of the guys in the team there. <laughs> the guys in the team it would have been Connie and Goals. Aye It would have been uh, me, David Walsh, Nazi and Jerry. Uh, two mates, Charlie, and and Wheatley and Scarrett or what's his name and Duffy Duffy play is that right like. I think I'd be no far away from that aye Again, the parochial here and still made so Duffy this yeah. needs nothing
2: nothing to anyone it doesn't to go to St. Columbus so. yeah. It's, yeah. Our it's
0: our a podcast we, we our do what podcast. we want it's podcast yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they were the name I don't know their phone right? that was about the team we'd far away from that that's not bad I mean that's yeah. 25 years ago it yeah, was so where did you play, other than the school, where did you sort of play football? Was yeah, just in a High Valley for that, so I was kind
3: of brought up and just played for uh, yeah, St Serves at the school, the primary school, and just for kind of Football Boys Club, just stayed with them, kind of right through till 13 or 14, and then obviously I played St Columbus and played for the high school there. Uh, so you always wanted to be a pro footballer? Yeah, pretty much, yep, yeah. it was just, that's all I wanted to do, I was, as you know, average at school, so no, I just wanted to be a football
0: player and I was um, lucky enough to get that chance. You were quite bright, John, I was alright. I was okay. He's a modest man. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And uh, how much was finding a way out of Wallafield that a motivating factor for you? Yeah, a wee bit. No,
3: to be fair, <laughs> I loved it. Um, I think it's a place that you probably wouldn't move into <laughs> if you're <had>, uh, <laughs> you brought up in it. It's, a, it's brilliant. I um, really loved it. And would speak about it now. Obviously, I live in the family now, and I can't ever remember my door being locked in Wallafield, ever. Go, don't like going holiday and stuff, you just leave like open, eh? Nobody, just because you are from there and um, everybody knew everybody, mm. you were kind of looked after a wee bit Um obviously if anybody kind of moved into the era, they were not, ah, they, they looked after their own and it was great, enjoyed it, it was just basically kind of football school, pals um, and bused in to just to see the bigger world <laughs> <laughs> but it
0: was great, I loved it, loved growing up there and being away from there a wee while now but it was a great childhood it's quite an eclectic mix when you first go to St Columbus because you're used yeah. to your wee patch at primary school and then you've got coming from a wider, yeah. wider world. It's, it's yeah, my wee boy, um, he's at St Margaret's now
3: and so he's at high primary school now. He's team. at High School now. He's through Valleyfield and he's through Ballin Grey. I mean, you ball- <laughs> <bilingray>. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, So he's used to with all these people at all these places. I thought your dad was one of them. people. In fact, so first. Uh, Professional club you signed for was at Celtic? Yeah. Uh, captained the reserve team when Jim Jansen was in charge. Yeah, of that right? Yeah, yeah. Obviously your prospects were looking good then. and you're yeah. not captain of the reserve team, unless yeah. it looks like you're going to get in the first team. And um, Joe Venglis, Joe Doctor Joe Englis, as yeah. she arrived, but then the pecking order. Uh, What's the dynamic there? Is it just a new manager comes in? Yeah, I, obviously the first I went there for two years
3: full time and you know it's sixteen to eighteen, so you're not really thinking about the first team at that point, but I had a really good two years, I did well, played for the youth team, played for the reserves a lot of games. In the days reserves were I played in a reserve game in front of against Rangers at Ibrook. <laughs> <laughs> all our young boys against some of their kind of superstars. So really? the reserve games were proper reserve games. Uh, and that was probably my biggest lesson. So I had the two years at that we spell, and in my last year when I probably became a reserve player, um, it was difficult We just, it was not good enough to break in, simple as that. The reason there was even a respell in that, that there was a lot of defenders that injured. I got on the bench a couple of times in friendlies, and I went away in a pre-season camp and got close. Um, and then there was three or four centre-backs out, injured at the time, and they brought in, what's his name, Scott Marshall centre-back from I think Arsenal alone. I didn't think it was great he think... was a couple of years old and mean stuff and they brought him in to play a few games and at that point you just think oh, I'm never, never going to break it so I wasn't, I wasn't good enough it was as simple as that at that point so um, I had no problem leaving there at the time obviously nowadays it's probably slightly different so have to keep boys for years and years even to 22, 23 just because they always think oh we'll sell them or he'll come good or <laughs> it's probably too long but at that point for me it was, it was the right time to kind of move and, and try and start my career so, you joined the Pars in 1999? Yep. Yep. Dick Campbell, was it? It was, yeah. yeah um, signed for Dick. Uh, I, I came back, I left Celtic, and I, went, I went a few, few trials, actually, went down to Bournemouth for a week, and then I was due to go back down on the Monday. I actually did well and probably would have tried to sign me. And then Dick phoned me on the, the Sunday night, asked me to come in here and sign, he came in, signed for the film. Bournemouth sounds massively impressive. <laughs> it wasn't back then. <laughs> Eddie they, they Howe was actually there as a player. Was it? Yeah, oh, wow. I, uh,
2: Used he here as a player, and uh, uh, but it
3: was
0: good, I enjoyed it. It was a long train journey, but enough. A nice part of the world, <laughs> yeah. Though. But it was a lovely place. Uh, but as I said, I was coming back and happy to sign. For and you played quite a few times in the yeah. promotion winning yeah. season. Actually, mm-hmm. uh, you played in the game. See, so after my research, I've been impressed by this. You played in the game, by the way, with secure promotion up at Inverness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's not bad for the first, yeah, first no, year. I mean, in it the it first was great, I got a wee opportunity quite early.
3: Um, and I managed to keep a place uh, which, which was great for me obviously there was guys like Andy Todd and stuff that were there and I managed to, I remember keeping him out a couple of games and Dick had a Jimmy would have been had a choice to make between me and Andy and he picked me and at for that point as a young guy it was a big thing mm. um, so no that first season I, I played a lot of games um, played a back three I think a lot of the time myself and Scott and Justin Skill at times um, and did quite well in that we spell and enjoyed it, I loved it. So then we promoted to SPL. Yeah. Scarlet and Rossi come yeah. in. <laughs> <laughs> it was I had a really bad... St- I dislocated my shoulder um, it was right at the end of the last game of pre-season and it was one of those things. It was a game I probably shouldn't play, that I asked to play in it. And um, and I, I dislocated my shoulder, I got it put back in and it just wasn't right for a long spell. It was coming in and out all the time, coming in and out. Um, and I played through it a wee bit, but it was never really it was never really right. I ended up having a bit of an operation out quite a long time. So um but there were two brilliant players. Well they were two brilliant players. Skill of show on the pitch, Yusef didn't. Uh, he
0: did sometimes. he didn't.
3: <laughs> very rarely for me. He he was he was a he was a nice guy. Um he was a he was a really good player. His problem was that he and we're going to Morocco, we going there for 10 days as well. And he's seen all these, he was a superstar in Morocco, and he's seen all these other superstars that were earning thousands and thousands of pounds a week down south in England. And he was at the Ferman, and that was his kind of issue a wee bit. Aye, he yeah. even, but he came here injured, and that's when we signed him, Aye. and that's why we got him. Uh, but he was a very good player, and uh, and so was that. Skerler was great, he was brilliant, really good, and he out of the way how we all lived. He was part of our good group of pals at the time, and he was brilliant for the Ferman,
0: really good player. I meant researching in the valley, yeah. and uh, it's things you forget about. And for a year of that saga, I was I was out of the country anyway. But the, the, you said
2: for this story. It went on for about three seasons. Yeah, like he was. I, I, do you remember any of this? Um, yeah, I. It, ah, it seemed to go on. Right? He was he was constantly going away and coming back, and we don't think he'd left at one point, and then he, he, he turned you, up for pre-season. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he just turned it's up. <laughs> I remember he went
3: away. We were playing the Celtic Park, and he went away with Morocco usual. Way back and then um, he, we were at the pre-match meal and I was playing because he wasn't there What up to him Paul were playing blah 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 I was She's like, I said okay blah 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 okay right. playing and walked woke Yusuf to the pre-match meal and now two hours before kickoff. kick-off like, well, just got my name off Really? You said something. and, <laughs> <up there>. <laughs> <laughs>
2: and he got sent off I think I think it was again I got sent off you, you're, you're joking me yeah. Yusuf Rossi got sent off yeah.
0: I don't believe it uh, then looking at the start of the next season, you played in the five-two game against yep. Motherwell. I mm-hmm. only started one more game that season. Yep. A couple of sub appearances. What, what happened there? It just wasn't good enough. The, the team was really good at the time. I mean,
3: they were. Uh, good I think I put the first two. I think I think I put St Johnston and Motherwell here. If I'm right, Livingston. Wasn't it
2: Livingston first? I'm, saying, I'm, going to, I'm
3: going to say Motherwell and St
0: Johnston, no. maybe mm. Thought we Jack scored a few goals Jack the was that other we wee one. I did. Right? He, he scored. two in the Motherwell game. Yeah. Once again, I was out of the country. This was. I, I think it was something wrong. I can't remember. Um, but I, played, I think I played the first two that year, and then
3: the team was really good. They were really strong. Again, I wasn't. I wasn't good enough to play. They, they were, um, and Jimmy quite liked me, and always going to me involved and stuff. But they were really strong. Scott was playing great. Andreas. Uh, just a skinner, the Todd was back, and Lee Bullen played around again. They were strong a really good team, strong team, so it just wasn't good enough to get in at that point. And again, you have to kinda of go away and try and start start a career somewhere. Which you did at Clyde. Yeah. What was the attraction at Clyde? Um, it was Alan Kern at the start. I went and I went, I went I, the last six or eight games of the season, that season. Yeah. I left off filming. and played the last wee bit, enjoyed it, loved it. Uh, and Alan Kern was here, he was a centre back and he, um, they did well for the, the small club that they were, we were um at the top of the championship. Um and I just knew I would I would play, it was quite close, um and it was brilliant. I loved it. It was it was I was there for three years. We actually finished kind of second twice and joint second once. We were two games away from we should have been promoted to the, to the Premier League at Clyde mm. three games to go or something like that so, and it just allowed me I think I played it was pretty much 100 games I started and it just allowed me to kind of basically start my career that was me just starting uh, 22 I think when I, first, when I went there and that was me starting my, my professional career and learning the game properly and then
0: after that was St Mirren where you played sort of the largest chunk of your yeah. professional career uh, six years in Paisley promotion the first season then I was in SPL after yeah. that so uh, the highlight, I don't know, is maybe, was it maybe winning
3: the championship? that Yeah, probably. The they, they, they two winning the championship. Samirn S- S- was, I was, I was probably my best as a player. Um, I, should, I shouldn't agree too much there. Uh, did you of no, it on yeah, the job? I always people, I was in the film when I was young and I wasn't very good. And then when I was old and I wasn't very good. But in between that, I was all right. Samirn <laughs> um, S- was, was, really, was probably it was like my strongest playing-wise. I was captain for quite a few years. We got promoted the first year. In the second year we first in the Premiership at SPL we stayed up kind of two we 0 down. It was actually your defender got. you do remember and, yeah. And, uh, yes. Yeah. For me it was quite a big thing. I was still loving the at the time. Uh. But we were going down and there was a couple of wee things said from a few first, So it was actually quite nice to kind of at that point um, to stay up. Um, so that was probably they were the biggest highlights. And then we got to the cup final at Simon, which is a, a capital team. The cup final was our biggest highlight. And then we lost to Rangers with 9 players, Aye. which was my biggest kind of low point, yeah. so it was, it was hard. You've, you've, you've answered my question, yeah. there was like, it 6 months to go as well, wasn't it? Yeah, so we were, you... it was it was crazy, we, actually, we were actually really really good first half, 11v11, 11 11, and then Danny Wilson was off, and Kim Tom's got to off, and it was weird, I was actually kind of running about thinking, oh, we're going to win this, Aye. we're going to win it, mm-hmm. and looking back now, we probably should have just kept going and going, and yeah. we've got to take extra time. But We'd pushed a wee bit to be fair to try and score and he broke it away and scored. It was tough, oh, it was really, really tough. Especially when I remember going up and uh, getting Bluder's medal and Caroline and my oldest son somewhere at the game and they were just behind the trophy. And it, was, it was difficult, it uh-huh. was hard. Especially when you're we in
0: a good position to go and try and win it. Like you're saying, it. just remember the World Cup the year Italy won it. Yeah. I remember things I like got money and I had money in Italy that year and had a man sent off against Australia. Yeah. And it was, I think, it was in charge of Australia and Italy went up the field with a penalty in the last minute and scored it, and you were just thinking of Australia had actually just dug in and yeah. said, we'll take the 30 minutes out yeah. yeah. against yeah. that. You X won and it. Man. You aye. won aye. it. I guess 9-8 of 10, but you won it. And I'm thinking you're playing with 9-8. Yeah. Even the I mean, Rangers had big stars yeah. then, like, but you know, you're thinking of yeah. you'd... Yeah, if you're mind. thinking minutes, you'll win it. Aye. I did not know. Or worst case again. Aye, Oh no, no so it was tough. that was hard. Uh, but aye, you're you a very successful spell at St Merton, and Jim... McIntyre brought you back, mm. how did that come about? Um, I, was, I was going to be staying at
3: St to be honest, and I'd, I'd left, Danny Lennon was the manager and didn't see eye to eye a couple of things so I ended up leaving um, and then Jim phoned and said he'd be keen to bring me back, um, obviously I had a wee bit of experience in SPL and then it was a kind of no brainer for me, to come back and, and, and play and try and do well so I'm um, quite happy to come back.
0: It's been difficult since you come back? Yeah.
3: It has always been. Like, <laughs> to be fair, that year, I, I remember, I, say, I said to Joe and I I remember coming back pre-season and I did all my usual running and my usual fitness stuff and I just felt it was all struggled. struggled. As soon as I got back to pre-season against kind of guys like Joe and David Graham and Steve McDougall, I was usually OK at 1v1s and trying to get a tackle and a block and stuff. I just felt it was I struggled straight away. And I, don't, I wasn't that old, I was 31 or 32, I think.
0: But I just felt it was all, I, yeah. I was mean. Difficult as a club as a whole. I was like <laughs> For
3: me personally, as I played player It was quite difficult that year. I just and um, we went alone towards the end, and it was it was tough.
0: Um, I you playing. You played in a back three at Hibs. Yeah, one one away. We road. And you played uh, played well in that game. I mean, we did. We were too
3: open, and I used to have disagreements with Jim and Jamie about it all the time. I just thought, we, as the fellow, I thought we came and we tried to play a big wide open spaces and. Premier League
0: and we wanted to be nice to do something like that. Ah. We kept doing it and doing it. Mm -hmm. That was just my opinion. I thought we need to change something. Well Um, well, you went to Queen of the South and we came down, so That's football, I suppose. Yeah it is I suppose. Uh, but then she took over the under twenties the year after that. So was um presuming kinda of knowing you a wee bit it was always an idea you stay in football, get into coaching. Yeah. were you happy enough to kinda of playing would take a back seat then? It seems yeah, like the it was aware. a
3: bit, is, Even when I was here, I, when my last couple years in September I was helping under the, the, the youth players under seventeens. When I was here did the filming for that year I was helping coaching a little bit. Um, and it was it was Stephen Wright who said obviously money was kinda uh, getting tighter at that point in the filming and um, he said Look John could do both roles, he could he could take under twenties and he could could play if you needed them. The plan wasn't to really play, um, so it was a it was a big call we make because I was basically kind of finishing my career or so I thought at the time. And, um, it was a big decision, but I knew it was something I wanted to do. It was a good role, and um, instead of kind of being in that ever since. And obviously, you took them to Hamden. Yeah, it was great. We with a really strong team first year. We brought two or three guys in with a. Um, been a lot of older guys there which helped, a big massive score that's crazy, I think we had 18 players, so I had 4 last year. Right. <laughs> it was crazy. Uh, we had a lot of players, good players, and we did well, and again at Hamden we did alright, we probably should have done better against everything we did. And, uh, it would have been nice to
0: try and win in a, in a difficult year. Aye, but I was going to say that out. How did you go How did the players cope during that administration period? I mean, we spoke to Joe at the yeah. podcast and just how difficult a time it is. You literally go in a room and yeah, it was. we we're, were all in there. and they were,
3: they were, it was. It was probably the few months before right before Christmas, when we were only getting paid. Ah. Um and we didn't just didn't know what was happening, and it was it was difficult. And then again, and Maro, I wasn't getting that, but at the same time, I'm looking after eighteen boys that are not getting paid, and it might only be one hundred quid a week or whatever it is, but
0: hmm.
3: it was less than that in fact. Um, but they weren't getting in the training and they couldn't it was just they had no won. they were not getting anything so it was difficult to try to look after them as well um, and it, it was it was, a, it was a it was a tough period in that we spell to be fair i'd always say that the fans were to me for the for the younger players they, they were unbelievable the amount of money that i got from people just giving us money and collections and checks and cash and mm-hmm. just to be able to give to these young players to just to come in and out of training
0: it was incredible i was fans really pulled together yeah, then, yeah. up, and it goes without saying, but you know, there was a club to be saved and yeah. certainly, without the fans it wouldn't have happened, without some of the guys in the boardroom, it yeah. wouldn't have happened yeah. as well, I acknowledge that, but if the fans were fantastic, and then it brought the, the, the second coming of John Potter, because he played plenty of games after that.
3: Yeah, I know, <laughs> <Not> unexpectedly, <laughs> no very, very good ones that time, no, obviously and administration and then. Down on the numbers, and I was still keeping fit anyway because aye. I was training now and again, I'm training the twenties. So ended up playing a few games. Um, some good, uh, it, some I quite enjoyed because I was playing with some of the younger guys that aye. were coaching that as well. It was just, it was just difficult the way it ended the whole season it shouldn't, have, it shouldn't have got to that stage. Oh, we should have. The thistle game, game was yeah, the killer, and then Eirik game was the killer as well. It just shouldn't have happened even before that. there was game. I remember going away to Morton, we played it back three, we won one 0 and Morton were at the top of the league at the time. And in part the party game, it should have just been done. Six minutes yeah. in time, and it was just. And in the Airdrie game out right here, it should, we, then, we had
0: the cup final in the week in between as well, so aye. it was a difficult week, spell. I mind mean, just seeing the players at full time against Airdrie, the yeah. and they murdered them and couldn't get a goal when yeah. they went up the field and scored. You, you could sense them and it was going to be a hard slog because yeah. Alouette looked like a decent side. There's a Queen of South Rompta League, but Alouette has been played well and but obviously, I, I mind mean, being at the
1: playoff game hell, and there's like a couple of thousand pass fans I was just going to jump in and say um, the, the playoff game against F4, yeah. where Ross Mullen scored the, the penalty Wait yeah, yeah. on there, there's a video that always sticks in my mind that was on YouTube I don't know if it's on now but it was just a fan filming it from from the stand mm. and because he was so far zoomed out I'm sure I'm positive it was you and Alex Whittle that was kind of maybe just yeah. just beyond the centre circle and I'm sure it's you now as well, when you bent down and <laughs> Pro- covered your face Pro- and I thought but I think that kind of epitomised yeah. almost what that kick meant for Ross to step yeah. up at such a young age because I remember speaking to him after it obviously for Paris TV and I said you must have had new, uh, nerves to uh, steal, still and he said I was never going to miss it. No, so that was his answer, you know, he was that it? confident uh, yeah, yeah. and yeah. that kind of epitomised it for me that it was such a big kick that that's yeah. how much it meant to everybody and it was... It was a, it, it was a brilliant
3: time, but it was tough at the same time. Looking All back right. now, it was good for a lot of the young, some of them weren't ready for it, some of them were. Um, but it was just disappointing how lot looked. It shouldn't have, if it just would have kicked on that wee be, bit better we stayed up or we won the
0: playoffs, but that's... But I mean, obviously, you've got the 6-1 game against 4 it was yeah. mental, <laughs> yeah. and then you think, well, t- listen, the, my man was on our side, and then you rock up Aloha, and then you look at their team, you look at who was actually on the yeah. pitch for us, and then I think, I can get injured in the warm-up, yeah. right? and saying, I mean, it was just, you, you looked at it. I had a bad game, I had a Me, myself, I remember that. A bad game. No, I know, I know, but David
3: thinks that like getting your head. I eh? um, I mean. Michael Hlavnik in goals Had a
0: bad game as well, well I'm, I'm Very good, bad game I made the second goal Right And someone was the He was giving you a stick And it was basically a breakaway. Yeah and It was yeah And you, and you, you, you done, I you, delayed him yeah Ah yeah. you've done it right The ball went out It was a Calumetli Yeah, yeah and, he and then he Crumped over Aye it was an absolute fluke. Yeah <laughs> I was like <laughs> Anyway obviously I'm a bit biased I was like what do you want him to do yeah. He pushed out wide yeah. And then he's flicked the ball On the top corner but Fans for you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so just I Moving forward then so we had obviously we got relegated. Uh a, 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 a relatively good season we yeah. came up obviously felt the final hurdle with with cowden beef, but it was disappointing. And then midway through the next season you took over the, the yeah. manager's job. Yeah. Is that a surprise? Um no, it was always the plan.
3: Um I was supposed to do it after the Counting Beath game. Really, and okay. That was, that was the, well, not the plan, but once we had we didn't go up, that was what was supposed to happen. And Jim decided to 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 stay, which was fine. That was his decision. But mm-hmm. It wasn't. It was going to be me taking over. just yeah. kind of spoke about. Um, and then we we started the season really well, and then it just fell away, and it just it just didn't work. And then obviously the gym left, and I knew I was going to get the opportunity to do it. And, I thought I could turn it around, and I thought I could change it a wee bit. I knew the players, and I knew that there was there was quality of the players there. It was just trying to get get it out of them. Um, we didn't have a big massive squad, um, and it had to be kind of chopping and changing and stuff. So I no, I thought I could could turn it around a little bit. Um, probably should have looking back, but it was a it was a brilliant time for me. But it was a it was it was difficult, a tough time. It was a baptism of fire time. It to turn was it, 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 it was it was tough, and the league was quite strong at that time. It, Teams like Brecon and strand they were actually they were actually good teams. Uh-huh. Um, and it was difficult. but It was, it was I said, I tried to turn it around a little bit, try to change a few things. Um, it didn't
0: really, no, well, it didn't work. Uh, but that's you know, I tried. Uh, and how tough is it as a local lad to be? It tough, yeah, because you know you hear stories. I and most fans behind yeah. a keyboard. Yeah. Don't yeah. say anything. Most fans probably to your face, just sort yeah. uh, be understanding of that. But you always get the one that turned up. Yeah, oh, there was a, a few. I, I didn't. I'd I have been involved football enough. It
3: didn't. I was fine. I was all right. But it. it was more kind of family. there was a couple of entities that people down at the school and stuff. And my kid, come on. Um, so I was all right, with it, I was fine. It was more probably more kind of family and, and kind of kids and, and, and wife and stuff like that. But that's football. It just it's harder when it is your kind of hometown team, and that's you're not doing your best, and
0: you're you're trying to just. Aye, right. uh, so then AJ is appointed. Yep. you revert back to the under twenty role. Yeah. So were you happy yeah. enough doing that? Because obviously you've yeah, been manager, that, but you've been standing yeah. in. And that was your job. But yeah. you know, you often see uh, you often see a club. Someone gets kind of promoted as a caretaker manager. Sees it then the season, someone else comes in and they leave the club. Yeah. So yeah. It was it always the plan that you would go back to that? Probably yeah. we I mean,
3: I spoke about it, and it was it was more the the kind of. Um, the board at the time, feel so like we were always we wanting you to go, if you weren't to managed, going to be manager, go and move forward, always move back to your role. Um, so I was, I was quite happy doing it. I enjoyed, enjoyed the role. Um, obviously I knew Alan as well. I, I played with him as well. And he was As soon as he brought in, he said, no, look, I want you to stay and work with me. And do what you do and try and help me as well. So I was quite happy to go back to that role again. Oh, OK. I,
0: I never realised um, you'd played with
3: I played with Alan at St Murm, um, for a okay. yeah, yeah.
0: Maybe even... Yeah,
2: uh, yeah. Yeah. The <laughs> did you know that? Yeah. research Did you know that,
0: Barry?
2: Aye. Aye, of course you did. <laughs> so, one thing I wanted to ask was just about the uh, team selection and how much of that is based on performances on the pitch um, and how much is it based on training and, and, and who's doing well in training. So, let's say a, a team is winning, but a, a guy that's on the bench has had a fantastic week in training. What, what's likely to happen there? What's the? It's tough. It, it's
3: just you've got to make a call sometimes. Sometimes it's... Um, it's difficult to change a winning team sometimes guys have not performed and I see if a guy um, does well in training during the week and the subs came on and he can make an impact it's we just got to make an assist and mm-hmm. as a manager or a coach we kind of speak about it it's always a manager's call at the end of the day but we speak about what we think what we see um, and you just you've just got to make a call on it yeah. maybe who you're playing against the player you're playing against the type of game it's going to be your formation you're going to play um, so no it's 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 an easy thing to say. Oh, just keep playing the winning team. Keep playing the same team. But sometimes you do make big
2: changes yeah. within that as well. So um, it's just a call, basically. I guess the the, the players all understand that as well. They'll yeah. know that, <laughs> <laughs> or not? maybe. No, it, it, it's get, it's getting
3: tougher. Nowadays, I think I, I remember when I played. Sometimes it's a terrible thing. So you just had subs, and there were subs. Mm-hmm. But nowadays, everybody thinks they should play. Yeah. Everybody demands they play. Yeah. Uh, it, 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 it probably is. It's you've got to kind of manage the, the the players and stuff, and try and be as honest as you can. We're mm-hmm. like, not playing because of this, so mm-hmm. you need know, to do that more of. So you, you definitely manage it a lot more nowadays. Everybody expects to play it all the time, yeah. Okay. Um, so I, I think nowadays there, there definitely is a bit
0: more management of that. And just going to ask, if a team is in a slump, yeah, mm-hmm. this is not specifically aimed at your time in charge, but do you, do you trust what you're doing in the team, or do you just? Try and change it up or...? It, it, it's hard. It, it, um, you probably
3: do a wee bit of everything. You think what you're saying what you're doing. You still trust what, you're, what you want to do, but you probably change it up a wee bit. Um, you might mix it up, you might change what you're doing, you might change your style a wee bit. It, it depends. You see, that when I was there, it was it was tough. There's things I would look back on that, that would probably change a wee bit. I'm quite kind of happy. That's just how I am. Aye. I probably it was difficult. I probably came away a wee bit. Looking back now, then I never should have. I should I should have just stayed the same. when the same. When people say, well you can't be," friendly with the players can I think you can. That's. Mm. I think you can. There's, there's players. There's a time and a place to do everything. But looking back, I, I would probably change that a wee bit. I would probably just stay as I am. I, I came. It was, I came a wee bit away just to try and bring myself out to it and maybe put Neil out and train him train them a wee bit. And I just stay and watched another eye. So maybe things you'd maybe change, um, but again, it's you've got you've got to, looking back now. There's loads I've learned as well. I think you've got to trust in what you do, <laughs> um, but that it, it should run off on the players that you sign. I think that the, the, more no, now looking back, I think the players you sign are more, the most important thing. The players you sign and how you manage the players. Training's great, formation's great, but it's it's
2: all about players for me. So I guess I guess the, next, the final plan dash probably is, uh, is just looking to the future. Have you got plans to get back into management? Um,
3: yeah, right now I'm probably a wee bit um, still making my mind up. Mm-hmm. I enjoy what I do at the filming, so I, I, I'm trying to kind of be the best youth coach, as you want to call it, that, that I can. Mm-hmm. Um, look, looking forward, I probably would like another shot at some point. It's just you've just got to kind of wait up when the opportunity comes, when's right for me, when's the right job. I think that's important. Yeah. Um, Hopefully there's
0: plenty of time to decide what I want to do. Right. Definitely. You're not even 40 yet, John. I'm getting there now. <laughs> I'm there. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I've got a few months left. <laughs> and I was just going to ask, is there a specific... This is a daft question. Maybe there's a specific target at the start of the season as we working going 5th to 4th. Yeah. Is, I know it's just finish as up as you can, but is it, you know, first or second? Or do you know what really No, I, I, I think we, no, we have planned much. Um, I think we've um,
3: been involved in playoffs quite a lot of this club and they've never really worked out <laughs> um, so the only way to take away from that is, is winning um, and it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a definitely doable thing, you look at Simham last year and you look at Livingston you try and learn, it may have been a slightly easier league last year, I think it'll be tougher next year um, but we think we've learned over the last couple of years what we need to do, maybe change one or two wee things, maybe get a different type of player in which we've we'll tried to do. Um, and hopefully
0: we can be successful. But as far as I'm concerned, you've got to go and try for the league. Good stuff. Good. i right here. And we'll just finish off. We always uh, have a wee internet interject. We look at what's going to be going on in the, the wide world of DAFC.net and other forums. We try and ignore much of the, the nonsense that goes there, but <laughs> there's often one floor. or two little crumbs of, of uh, or little gold nuggets, I should say. The thing that I I really like the, the debate that I saw was Simon. So a club close to your, your heart, John, they've caused problems with their own fans, because they are giving up more of the home areas to make sure they're going to fill the whole ground for Celtic when Celtic and Rangers come. Now, it's economic sense to me, mm-hmm. well, to a point, but I think it's missing the bigger picture. I think, I would, for instance, I would prefer when Celtic and Rangers come, they get the home at the away end, they get 3,000 seats and that's it, if the rest isn't full, it's no full, because I just don't like going to a ground. Where you're outnumbered by away fans, mm. I don't think it. I don't think it's good for the support. I don't encourage this folk to come along.
2: Does anyone have an opinion on that? I would. I would. I would say agree with that. I think it's it's quite short termism. I mean, uh, obviously, short term is important when you're when you're getting any money, but <laughs> <laughs> but. Um, I, I think it, it's not a great attitude. I I, I hated when we did it. Um, although it was funny when we beat Rangers in the cup and there was. Five times as
3: many of them as. It's the difficult. It's to be. a club. It's a. Club's, it's a, it's a decision. It's a difficult one. It is that only they probably know the real numbers. What you can make from giving them another quarter of ground or whatever it yeah, is. Yeah. So, yeah. But I didn't see why the reason i on there. I didn't see why they wouldn't nearly fill it anyway. Themselves, they the crowd, that they've got back, and the, the way they've got their club running I don't see why they wouldn't sell out. Yeah.
2: At least, at least give your fans a, yeah, a chance, the to, chance to, to, to buy them. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Aye. That's all I've got boys. Okay. So I think we just say big thanks to John for taking oh, the time to be here. Um and thanks to Barry as always for for being with us. Oh, yes. And uh, thanks to each other. Thanks, thank you, Stephen. Until next time. Okay. Cheers. That was Lack and White Noise. Bye.